I don't know what Super Bowl it was, but I just know I end up after the Super Bowl is over and everything, I end up getting a text and it's from you, Carlos. And then you're like the greatest uh, Super Bowl performance because I think that was the year that Br Bruno Mars performed. So I'm like, uh, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, it was. And I'm like, why is he sending me Bruno Mars? And then so I I, I click it and the next thing you know, <laughs> it's the keyboard cat. <laughs> Damas y caballeros, corrí el año 2012 por primera vez se transmitía el primer show de Brothers Bear a través de Rain Radio. Por tres años hasta que dejó de funcionar en el 2015. Para hacer una pausa que los llevó a reflexionar. Para luego volver con su propio programa a través de podcast. Regresan renovados en su programa de entretenimiento. Donde hablarán de películas, música, todo lo relacionado con entretenimiento. Ahora se quedan con ustedes. The Brothers Bear Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Brothers Bear Podcast. I am one of three hosts. My name is Santos Medrano. Carlos Medrano. And Cesar Medrano, but we just heard the Raspada man outside. So he ran outside and be like, just, just, you know, just record without me. He went to go get some Raspada and probably an elote. So I told him, I'm like, oh, you know, give me the one with the, with vanilla and strawberry, the little mixture. That one's good. So yeah, so we got a, a very huge episode for us because there's a lot of stuff that me and Carlos have been wanting to talk about for a while. But uh, first and foremost, um, the the Super Bowl, we are so excited. Nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the only thing I got to say about the Super Bowl is... Um, I used to be Super Bowl used to be badass when you would watch it live because that's when you would see the all the cool commercials and the movie trailers. But I hate that they give you everything all early now. Like for instance, that did you see the Wayne's World commercial for Uber? Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I guarantee you that was supposed to be the Super Bowl commercial. But they it's already online. I mean, we were able to share it on our page and it's I remember the Super Bowl in 2005 when they released the first trailer for Batman Begins and oh. how we were like I don't even know what that we were but you know everyone's all talking no one really cared about the game and the commercials came on oh you know this is when you were still friends with Will and all then because the commercial came on and you told Will to shut up you don't shut up everybody shut up and then that was it like the Batman Begins trailer was like that was the first time we got to see it no and it must have been the Dark Knight, because Batman, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't go to Epic in 2005, so it had to be the Dark Knight trailer. Well, no, because, well, whatever, then, then, for, cut out Will, then. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, Batman Begins, that was 05, no. and I wasn't going to Epic at that point. I didn't know Will. Okay, well, then, well, then whatever, then just pretend someone else then. But... <laughs> All right, let, 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 let's yes and this. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah, with Will. Yeah, yeah. See, see, there you go, Will. Will was there. Yeah. Um he willingly be quiet, you know, like he was just quiet the whole time. He was like, be quiet. But uh I said, Will you be quiet? <laughs> there you go. That was better than what I said. <laughs> I, was on, I was on the spot. But um 
I, I do remember that trailer because we were just like, oh, like you and I kept looking at each other, like, <gasps> you know, like we couldn't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end, where you see the tumbler for the first time, well, what we thought was a, you know, the Batmobile. Yeah. And I, they threw that line in the trailer. It was like, does it come in black? And both you and I were like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> high five see and that was the excitement was that because i remember especially like in in the 90s where the next day on monday when you would go to school you'd be like oh did you see the commercial for this and did you see the trailer for that and and then on kevin and bean they would talk about like whatever like i remember they were making fun of the matrix because they they all they, they couldn't get over when keanu would go whoa you know and and that's all they trashed the hell out of it and then the loving it out when it came out but it sucks because like people now don't get to have that cool experience because for years it's always been about you know even since i was a kid it was always just the cool commercials that's yeah. what it was the cool commercials now everybody shares the commercials a week early like and that's what i'm saying like it sucks when it comes to the super bowl that the the fun part for those who just watch it the day of now it's just like eh, if you missed that trailer you know what i already saw it it doesn't matter because i remember it'd be like the game is on everyone whatever talking yapping but then the moment the commercials start like all right everybody shh, and it oh my gosh remember love we went to a super bowl party and everybody was would put the they would put the volume down during the, the com- commercials during the commercials and they'd be all talking loud and it just drove us crazy and we're like oh and then i mean this isn't a laughing matter but it's just like a a story to tell now someone was sick like i guess close like passing or in the hospital or whatever so they literally paused the game and they all left to go pray and me me and julia are just sitting there like all right what's going on <laughs> like when they gonna start the game and they didn't come back to like 45 minutes later so then we here already cheering in the outside and people and we're like behind so we're like what the hell and yeah it just drove us crazy because then they would fast forward through the commercial so we didn't even get to see anything and i don't know it's like i you know i'm gonna be able to see the super bowl this weekend but Honestly, I've been busy online. I mean, I've been staying away from online this week. Uh, not not fully 100%, but, you know, being busy and stuff. More so because of WandaVision that I'm glad I... Uh, the only thing I saw was, spoiler, was the the Wayne and, and Garth, you know... Um, was it what are they called wayne's world yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i'm like I, I just said their goddamn name so yeah so you know i'm hoping we get to see some cool trailers especially movie trailers i haven't seen anything but who knows maybe we'll get a tease for suicide squad because james gunn just posted uh james gunn says that suicide squad is finished and warner brothers allowed him to fully create his vision and a few a very few notes so here's what he said in his tweet the the suicide squad is fully finished and cut and i made every single choice and they never once ever slightly interfered they gave very few notes and usually are good and minor they were good and minor and took and i took them if i wanted to and didn't if i didn't want to warners was creatively amazing honestly i feel like warners was like you know what what he did with guardians they weren't gonna like mess them up you know which I'm kind of glad because I know DC and Warner Brothers, they're just kind of, they're still trying to 
climb up that you know ladder as fast as they can to catch yeah. up to to the Marvel universe. But I mean, it, it's it's not gonna happen. The only good thing that DC has always released was their animation. That's one thing they've always dominated in. Yeah. yeah. But when it came to actual live action, uh, that's that you know that's debatable for many. Yeah. So well, the I... fact that. Huh? No, go on, go on, go on, go on. The fact that we're finally getting like a suicide uh, trailer, you know, I'm like really excited for that because I'm curious what the hell he's gonna do with it. You yeah, know, same, I mean, same here. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't take you serious with the fuck Leonardo DiCaprio back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's what's funny about Zoom. But uh, yeah, like it's it's cool because like. You know, James Gunn, we've already trusted James Gunn because of what he's done in the Marvel Universe. So for him to come over, but hey, we can't 100% say that like what literally what I was about to say, I can't, you know, James. No, what's his fucking name? The the original director of the Avengers. God damn it. Uh, Josh Whedon? Yeah, Josh Whedon. He came and tried to do whatever he did, and no one liked it. Everyone hated it. Again, with the Justice League. So it's kind of like, you know, but hey, James Gunn, he's great. He's done some great films. I really, really love. Have you seen Super yet? Super? Yeah. Honestly, at the time when I saw it, I didn't like it, but maybe I may like it now. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just remember you praising it like, it's the best movie ever. Everyone should watch it. And I was like, okay. And I, I started watching. I just remember kind of being bored. What? But I, I don't know. Maybe I just got to watch it now. Because there's stuff that I've seen in the past where I was like, why did I hate? Why did I not like this movie? And I watch now as an adult. I'm like, oh, that was a really good movie. You know? So maybe that's one of those films that I got to just try again. <laughs> I can't think of a movie that I didn't like good the first time. But then what, I, what I know that? a few. Then there's like a few movies that I liked the first time thinking it was amazing. And the second time I saw it, I was like, why did I like this? <laughs> or I've had the opposite effect. Like, I remember the first time I saw Airheads and uh, The Office Space, I hated those movies. But then I end up growing to love those films. Like, oh, these movies are actually pretty good. You know, I like them. They're funny, you know. How did you not like Airheads from the first watch? I don't know. I, I remember why. Like, I rented the movie. Well, first, when I rented the movie at Video USA... I put it in and it says airheads, everything. I put it in, push play, and it's literally in the middle of a scene with Danny DeVito from some movie called Renaissance Man. And I'm like, the hell? So I fast forward, rewind, and it's some other movie. So I remember I literally went to Video USA and said, hey, this isn't airheads. I rented airheads, but this is a mother movie. And the guy's like, oh, okay, uh, hold on. And he goes in the back and gets me airheads a copy. And I'm like, the hell? I was like, what was that all about? Like, why, why did, <laughs> is this guy like making false copies? Like, you know, it's an episode of Ghost Rider or some shit. I don't know. It was, <laughs> it, was it was weird, you know, but, and then, um, yeah, but I, I ended up watching movie time and it's like one of those skin and max movies. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's movie time with the family. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that's what happened once with mom. I rented an Eddie Murphy movie. I think it was called The Distinguished Gentleman. And it had like one of those sexy scenes in the beginning of the movie. I didn't know. I just see Eddie Murphy. It looks like a comedy. So I'm there and then I push play and then 
the movie starts and it's just a not a, a happy scene. It's an R-rated, dirty scene. And I remember mom seeing like, like why would you like cochinera, like all mad and be like, why would you rent that stuff? And I'm just like, oh. I was like getting yelled at like it was my fault like I just saw Eddie Murphy I thought it was a kids I mean not a kids movie but a happy funny laughing movie all this other stuff we enjoyed I didn't know it was gonna have that but whatever mom got all mad for no reason <laughs> there was uh there was a time well I had two times but uh luckily I was I was in my room for that one but one time I really wanted to watch kicking and screaming yeah uh, the, the Will Ferrell movie the soccer movie yeah with beans from even stevens oh yeah he's in that <laughs> so i was like you know what? i, I want to check it out so i saw that you know i was going through the movie channel and i saw kicking and screaming i was like all right cool so i just put put it to record you know <laughs> not thinking anything <laughs> and then i was like all right like, so time to watch kicking and screaming <laughs> and then it starts and it's a mature audience i'm like mature audience what the hell like what is Kicking and screaming. I thought it was a kids movie, and right off the first ten seconds, I was like, "Whoa, this isn't kicking and screaming. It's a different. It's a different kind of kicking and screaming." <laughs> <laughs> it was a good movie, though. <laughs> oh man, that's fucked up. <laughs> Uh, see, that's what I hate. There's moments where, like, now because we don't have cable at all, but there's been times where we go and visit you guys through, you know, and we put on the TV and it says right there, like, oh, whatever, it's showing, I don't know, hot fuzz or whatever, you know, something like fun. And then you put the channel, it's not even that movie. We're like, what the hell? Like, why is it telling me this? Yeah, I remember one time, uh, we're at the dinner table. I don't know where you were, but mom and dad was. And, uh, you know, how we've always had that, ma- like, we've always had a, a massive TV in the living room and Daniel or, or, or Adam called because I, I was at their house and I came over to eat Yeah. and they called me. He's like, Hey, you're missing out this awesome movie. Put it on channel this. And, uh, I just told that dad, can you change it to this channel? <laughs> Not even questioning these guys. <laughs> just listening to them. Hey, change it and heavy metal is on but, <laughs> but right away it just cartoon tits on the screen <laughs> and then dad had you know he was looking at the tv when he changed the channel boom that happens right away <laughs> he just hits return and he looks at me and i'm like they told me to change the channel <laughs> what bastards <laughs> Uh, I remember, uh, I mean, there was no adults at the time, but I just remember, see, we used to watch this show. It was on me and Nelson back when we were like kids and on each on ETV, we would always watch talk soup because we thought it was the most hilarious thing ever. But on each channel around 5 p.m. ish or six at a certain time when Adelphia cable changed, they, they ended up doing like the Playboy channel or whatever, like Spice. So at a certain hour, it switches format and it goes to uh, not allowed, must order or whatever program. And then it, it's whatever porn or whatnot. So at one point, I remember me and Nelson are watching Talk Soup, having a good time. And we already know uh, it's going to shut off in a bit and we're going to change it because 
and then out of nowhere it flips the channel like to like whatever it's supposed to be but instead of getting the warning it just went full on watching the scene and we're like oh what the hell <laughs> like me and Nazi look at each other like what's going on and then it somehow flipped back to talk soup and then we're like no we don't want to see talk soup no more go back, go back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like street fighter quick change the channel <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Oh, man. You know, wait, I don't know. No, you didn't. There was one time I remember, uh, you know what? It may have been heavy metal. <laughs> it was heavy metal. <laughs> so we were in Nelson's house. <laughs> we were at Nelson's house. They were doing a sleepover. <laughs> and I remember Ish was there and, you know, it, and I like Google and whatnot. And Nelson's sister, she comes out, right? And then she starts telling us, like, I don't know why she was talking to us about something because she saw we were sleeping over. So she wanted to talk to us. So she's telling us something. I think it's about <laughs> it's about like ghosts at her job that she used to work at Spencer's at the mall or whatever. So she's has her back to the TV. And and then <laughs> and then she's talking. <laughs> <laughs> you know heavy metal so yeah. it's showing everything <laughs> it's showing the cartoon tits and everything and i remember we're all just there like kind of in our sleeping bag pillows just kind of like every well again just looking at each other and, like, <laughs> and she's just talking not has no idea that that so is for for anybody who doesn't know what heavy metal is not not the genre of music but heavy metal was what a, a, a film in the 80s right yeah, let me look it up. <laughs> Heavy metal. It was it was the same the same like artists that did like Dragon Lair and stuff like that, right? Kind of mm-hmm. like that format. Like it had that almost like that real realness, basically. Yeah, yeah, it has that like that 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 stuff that like um kind of like Thumbelina, just the edgy <laughs> Thumbelina, you know, like that <laughs> that style of cartooning where they try to make the people look as real as possible. But heavy metal was like this. Ah, damn it. South Park even touched on it when, when they're smelling the the cat urine and Kenny got all high. There oh, that's, that episode. I, you know what? I've never seen that episode. I'm, oh, the, this one over here. She gets yeah. mad at me whenever I say like, "Oh, I've never," because I've never really. You got to watch South Park. I didn't, so she gets on me about that. Yeah, so I mean, heavy metal. But I mean, you could look it up on YouTube. But look up heavy metal movie cartoon or whatever and it, you just seen the trailer alone you'd be like oh yeah it's, it's it's not a kid's movie at all it's just nothing but like boobs and just nights and all that stuff yeah. I, don't know. I wouldn't even know how to explain the movie i haven't seen it in a long time yeah like it, it's it's a it's a it's an anthology film because if i remember all right look the style there we go that's what i was trying to find it's a uh, ralph bansky uh or bansky i always say his name wrong but this guy he his animation is very realistic. Like he's he he's um he left uh Disney to go do a bunch of shit. Like he's a he's a he's an amazing artist. Let me see. I'll I'll just list down the names of movies that he's done. So one of his first ones was was fucking Fritz the Cat. He did those Lord of the Rings uh movies, those live the old cartoon ones, Wizards. Um he also did uh Cool World and um let me see. The one I knew about Cool World. Yeah, cool world. Uh, fucking what else? Well, I mean, it has that realistic look. So, anyways, so and it's just like I remember it starts off with some weird gold, like green orb, 
and it's like starts floating it kills a bunch of people and there's like a little girl and she's like all scared and it basically starts telling her all these different stories or some shit so and i know john candy does a voice oh ivan reitman produced it oh that shit's crazy but yeah like john candy joe oh shit the dad from uh freaks and geeks he, he does one of the voices so oh eugene levy what the hell he does a voice too holy shit i never really paid attention to uh, i just knew john candy because his voice was so recognized harold ramus does a voice like yeah it's just it was just huge and it's like adult it has a lot of nudity and stuff and it has a bunch of different storylines but yeah there's boobs in it and you're like as a kid like oh what the hell so that's that's what heavy metal is if you've never seen it watch it you know i don't i've only seen it as a kid so that's why me and me that became one of those movies where I knew a bunch of people were like, oh, you got to watch this movie when you're high or something like that. Like, I just remember my friends that did like that movie. It's because they were watching it on something. But, yeah. it, I know, like that, that was the only reason why or because how cool and badass it looked at the time, too. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I can't think of anybody who now who like praises it or so, you know, it's one of those to watch because of the style of animation. You know, especially that guy. But aside from that, I can't really back it up on anything else on it. Yeah, and what was cool about it? It was it was like you saw mur- like death, like people getting killed, and like you're like, oh shit, like this is dark because like I because there yeah that's what it is. It's some astronaut that comes home. He greets his daughter. He's like, oh, I got something to show you. And when he opens up his case, that crystal spear or whatever comes out. And it melts the dad, like, and he dies. And she's like, ah. And then that's when, you know, looking into the orb known as the Loch Nair, the girl sees how it has influenced societies throughout time and space. And then from there, you get to see, like, all these stories. Like, one in the future of New York. I remember there's this cool one where it's, like, a pilot, and he crashes on an island. And then a bunch of, like, these, like, zombie old pilots from all these planes and stuff come after him. I mean, it's... I mean, it's cool. I haven't seen it in years, but people should check it out. I mean, you know, I don't know. Fucking watch it. I don't know. Maybe one day we'll do a, a review of it. Like, have Carlos watch it, review it. Oh, and we guarantee you we'll give you soul today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, so I found this news. Let's see. You you said earlier, maybe, that you might know. So I learned something. <clears throat> so recently I saw, uh, once again, um, people share it and... Mm. I follow this Twitter page called uh, Badly Timed Post or something like that, where it's just like, you know, things that like you, they'll post it and be like, oh, look at this, this, a-, no, this poorly aged uh, post. And one of them was Netflix is making a Legend of Zelda show. And yep. I saw that and it just made me sad. Like, oh man, it made me sad. And I'm like, whatever happened to that? Because they announced it. That- and so I found out the truth of what happened so we were supposed to get it but because it was actually a leak it wasn't a story at the time netflix was not supposed to share it they leaked it nintendo got pissed and they just shut it down so nintendo killed their own show or the show because they they hold near and dear tight like that's why i was trying to find the goddamn article and i, I thought i saved it but yeah netflix killed it because of the leak because they weren't supposed to announce anything and like i said because or like i said um oh yeah i did say it where nintendo is very tight with their stuff especially after what happened with mario brothers because mario brothers 
destroyed their relationship with Hollywood for years because they were like, what the hell did you do to our properties? Mm -mm, no, that's it. No one, you can't buy our prop, nothing. So no one's going to ever make movies of our stuff. Finally, they're like, okay, let's try. I mean, it's cool that they did the, the Universal and the rides and stuff because that, that yeah. is rare for them to do stuff like that. <clears throat> but yeah, man, a Legend of Zelda. Yeah, I, 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 found, I was reading about that, I think, last week or a little. Yeah. I, I totally forgot to bring up last week, but I did read about it how, yeah, it was somebody who leaked it. And yeah, sure enough, Nintendo was on it. Like, uh-uh, and then boom, scrapped it. But not only that, which... You know, I was curious to see how they were going to pull that off because I remember, I think it's IGN or Game Informer who used to, they were known for doing April Fool's pranks. Like that was their big thing every year. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you remember when they created that fake trailer for a Legend of the Zelda movie? Oh, that was actually pretty well done. And everybody like just, I mean, the internet for what it was then blew up like got all excited but sure enough it, it was an april fool's prank you know so we all thought like by the years like oh maybe this will kind of give them the reason to do it and it never happened and then yeah i do remember years ago they announced that hey they're going to be doing a legend of zelda uh show i think also too what kind of sparked the idea that it could work was the fact that game of thrones and and, and uh the lord of the rings yeah you know? It would have been almost not in that format, but as those style of films and, and television, it, it was possible for a Legend of Zelda, you know, show to happen if done and and written properly. So when they announced it, everyone got excited. Here we go. That drop was never supposed to happen. So yeah, Netflix scrapped it, and because Netflix scrapped it, there was also another nintendo property that was supposed to be made and got scrapped as well and that was Star Fox. oh yeah there were what they were going to do with Star Fox, which i don't know how but they were supposed to do a claymation stop motion Star yeah. Fox show so we lost two properties because of a leak yeah and then see it was because the wall street journal they reported in 2015 that Netflix was working on the live 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 action Legend of Zelda, and then that's it. Like we we didn't know like what's going on. It's just early stages, so on and so forth. So the only reason we found this out is because uh, Adam from a Adam ruins everything. Um, he did it, they did an interview and he brought it up that yeah, it's like uh, his last name. Uh, I'll just say Adam explained that the Zelda show premature death in a recent interview on the surf times youtube show uh adam noted that he was involved in a claymation television adaption of nintendo's Star Fox franchise um around the time the journal's zelda's report and said that nintendo swiftly axed both series due to the leak so <clears throat> so yeah so i guess it was a co college humor was making they were gonna, yeah. It says college humor. We were gonna make a claymation version of Star Fox with Nintendo. It was gonna happen. We were going to make a fantastic Mr. Fox style Star Fox. Then a month later, there were reports that Netflix wasn't doing the Legend uh -huh. more. Then I heard from my boss that we weren't doing Star Fox anymore. Someone at Netflix leaked the Legend of Zelda thing and they weren't supposed to talk about it. Nintendo freaked out because it was their first time that they had done any television or other adaptions for years and years. But when Netflix leaked it, 
They freaked out and they pulled the plug on the entire program to adapt these themes. Fuck, man. That sucks. So we like we were so close to having a Legend of Zelda live action and in an awesome Fantastic Mr. Fox style Star Fox show. Damn, man. I hate that. Like I I've said this before on 88 where I'm like in an alternate universe, an alternate earth, these shows exist. They're happening and you could watch them. And we got a better uh Super Mario movie. <laughs> right? Oh man, that's a uh, Yoshi that actually wear boots. <laughs> yeah, man, where's his boots? <laughs> what's the song when those stupid goombas are dancing as a kid i love that movie that's one of those ones where i loved it as a kid and as i got older but we used to do it remember the click 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 oh yeah (laughs) we're idiots we would we would do this stupid for for those of you like in the super mario brothers they do this stupid thing where they hold their like their hands like it's like it's their version of a high five but then they like kind of like use their fingers to like uh, give the other finger five or some shit, and they go click, 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 and we'd always do that stupid thing. Man, I I was so like excited for that. I saw that movie by myself because I remember no one was available, so Dad just went and dropped me off because Nelson was probably in trouble or some crap. So they just dropped me off, and I saw it by myself, and it was I was like ha- I remember hearing the theater laughing a few times and stuff, like, especially with the black lady that when they're dancing and all that, but. God, that was garbage, man. Those stupid people. It's like Game Informer did a whole article. You could probably find it online, but they did a whole story on what happened, why that happened. And the one thing that I can remember was that the couple were were trying to do some other movie. And instead, they basically incorporated, like it was a, a, a another film for Max Headroom. So they incorporated Martyr Brothers into all of this. So yeah, it, it it sucks that we we almost got it, but yeah. So like also, also too, we I mean the fact that Mario almost came out on the screen after so many years, because yeah, Nintendo is very picky with their properties, and I think it wasn't too much of a big deal for them to release Bowser for Wreck It Ralph a couple of years oh, ago. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and to see Bowser, you know in Wreck-It Ralph for a quick second like that that was huge you know yeah because I know I know regardless that it's Disney Disney still can have their flops you know yeah that's true and Disney I mean Nintendo itself they're very like it took a lot for them to get that that I'm well one Disney paid obviously to get the license for you know Zangief and Bison and, and like all those properties, obviously. Yeah. But for Bowser to see in the film, and then I leave like that quick second when Felix, uh, when Ralph shows up to the party to crash the party. Remember when Felix hears the doorbell and he he says, "Oh, it must be Mario. He's always late." And for a quick second, you're like, "He's not like, oh, is it gonna be him?" But obviously, kind of no, it's not. But had Mar, I mean, had Mar, had Nintendo been like, you know what? Yeah, put him. They probably, we probably would have seen him. Now, if we would have got a, a better Wreck It Ralph two, uh, yeah, we probably would have seen Mario. Yeah, see so, that. I was on. I wanted to do stuff like a a, a a segment, a topic where we talk about sequels that 
you were highly looking forward to and they just did not hit the mark like it was compared to the first film was just garbage and wreck it ralph is one like i mean it has its moments it's a fun film on its own i'm not gonna lie like it it has its moments you know hey humphrey bear comes out in it with you know and that's cool based on our show but as a whole for what the first film was i hated the whole internet aspect of it because it's just like it should have stuck to games and i know they featured the car driving game but in reality what is that supposed to be because it was like oh grand theft auto but i don't know like i i just i was not happy with the second game speaking of uh part twos let's talk about cars too <laughs> <laughs> no, no i can't i don't want to talk about it oh, man i would i like i was trying to see as to why let's see but that that's also i mean going in the realm of pixar now so we can like lead up to soul i felt the same way when they hyped up not hyped up but when they teased monsters university it's like we went a long time thinking, oh, what, what, what happened with Boo? What happened with Boo? Oh, and they, yeah. announced, they announced like, hey, we're making a second Monsters, Inc. movie. But then you hear Monsters University and it's when they meet. Everyone's like, I think that's what hurt the film itself. Yeah. Was that people wanted to know what happened with Boo. People wanted to, to just, you know, have that closure or, or whatever, you know? Yeah. But the fact that they thought, hey, this is before when they meet, no one wanted a prequel. Mm. And I think that was Disney, well, Pixar's first attempt at a prequel. So it was a big step for them, but at the same time, like, no one wanted it. Yeah. You know? Like, and then it, it becomes pointless, the film. Oh, I'll explain. Go on. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, the pointless. But, I mean, it's one of those I think that's what sucks like because I know Pixar I love what they do with their studio what they do with their films but at the same time I know they instead of creating new content creating new characters like kind of risking it all because to them it's like they still see themselves as a, a studio who hasn't really flopped yeah that when they do movies kind of going back on cars too Lasseter, like I said on the last episode, Lasseter really loving spy movies and stuff like that. Instead of creating a whole new thing, a new character, it's like, all right, I'm going to set a spy movie inside the Cars universe. Now, with Monsters University, if you watch it pretending that it has nothing to do with Monsters, like the, the Monsters, Inc. and just treat it as like a brand new movie with new characters, it works well as a college movie, like those cheesy yeah. like frat college movies. And that's why I enjoyed that film because of the, the stupidity of, of the college films in the eighties and somewhat in the nineties too, that it made that film enjoyable, you know? And I like Charlie Day's character in that, in that film as well. <laughs> Art. Yeah. Like, but at the end, yeah, I mean, spoiler, if you've never seen monsters university, it just showed that, you don't need to go to college, basically. Yeah, that's they they like they kind of or not kind of they do they really destroy the whole plot of that movie because by the second film that it shows that all they gotta do is make the kids laugh. So it's like 
it, we're doing a college movie where we already know this is obsolete. Like there's no point for any of this. Like it at, at Walt Disney World, they have a Mike's joke school. And what it is, is, is like, because now we know that we don't need um, to scare kids. They do this whole stand-up show where they, 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 they're telling jokes. So it's the Monsters, Inc. doing comedy. And um, what you call it? So you go in and you get to see them on screen. They come out and they just start telling a bunch of jokes and it makes the audience laugh. And while you're laughing, you see the, you know, because it's basically almost like 4D. So you see the things filling up. So all they're doing is have the people come in. They make you laugh and it fills up in there. That's how they get their energy, you know? And at some point, like they'll pick whoever is like, looks hairy in which they did it to me. They're like, look, Sully's in the audience. And then they film, they, they, they had me on screen and I'm like, all right, I had to go or whatever, but they should have did that. They should have focused on that. Like, or they, they would have been better if they did what we came up with years ago, when we started talking about this movie, we brought up the fact, like what they should have done is that, because they didn't understand the time frame of like with Boo and everything. It's like, what if they go and like whoever the villain is in this movie and they go and they think they're stealing Boo back. But time has passed and they find out that or they don't know that they think they have Boo. But So when Mike and 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 uh, Sully, they find out it's like, oh, shit, it's actually Boo's daughter. So now Boo joins my as an adult to go get their daughter that that would have been a better film and like if they should have did something like that i forgot we copyright like i forgot the the, (laughs) we made a fake part two (laughs) yeah like that's what we that's what they should have done like that's that's a way better idea it's like they go and they're like oh no like this boo's gone and then they find out and then the mom is like no this is actually boo he's like no that's my daughter and they're like, what, boo, you're all grown up. And yeah, it's like, come on, I'm coming with you. I got, I, we got to go get my daughter. And I don't know, maybe, you know, or, or son, no, it would be, it has to be daughter because she has to be mistaken for, and then there they go. They're going after whatever that weird lizard chameleon guy is. And, Randall. you know, yeah, Randall, they're going after Randall, you know, and it's, it's a cool adventure again with the doll boo, like. Yeah, it's sad that we didn't get that, you know. And then, like, real quick to do Mario, the rumor was he was too expensive. But I'm reading right here that uh, the director Rich Moore and Clark Spencer they claimed in an interview with Wired that the reason Mario was not in the film was more plot driven, namely that they couldn't work out a good enough cameo for the character that would work for them and also work for Nintendo. More noted, we couldn't find the perfect way to put Mario in the film in a way that felt totally organic, where it served the story well and also kind of served the character of Mario in the eyes of Nintendo. So it goes to show that, you know, they they just they couldn't come up with something, you know, like, you know, let's say over the course of developing the story, I was always looking for the perfect moment or scene to include Mario. But it had to be organic. It had to feel like the scene was made for him. And unfortunately, as we were developing the story and taking it to where it needed to go, that moment never made itself clear. So, yeah, they just didn't want to shoehorn Mario and be like, hey, everybody, I'm Mario. No, they wanted to feel organic. Like, he's there Uh for a reason, not a forced cameo. So I could understand why he wasn't featured in it. 
because it's like, yeah, if you're going to have him come out, it, it has to feel well done. It's kind of like, you know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? They had the feature Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse at the exact same time. So what did they do? They had them skydiving when freaking Eddie Valiant is falling from the sky. And yeah. they are. He's like, he's like, do you, he's like, I need a spare. Do you have one? He's like, I don't think you want it. I do. I do. Give it to me. I thought that was cool. So, you know. It's... So the cool thing about, uh, you know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and especially, I mean, obviously that movie was one of those things where it's like the how they pulled that off. And, you know, that, you know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit set the bar so space jam can exist in the <laughs> but what you know it, it's crazy for them to get warner brothers and disney to you know agree on this but at the same time they were both kind of like all right if you're gonna put my character in you know i better have screen time or they better have that screen time so to give them that same amount of screen time that's why both characters they're you know, same mascots when you have Bugs and, and Mickey, they share the same screen time at the same time. You know, there, there is no... The exact amount of words. Yeah. And then also, too, when you have Daffy Duck and Donald, it's oh. the piano duo, so their screen time is exactly the same. So that's that was the main agreement, and then after that, every character you just see kind of like in the background, you know, bye, Eddie, you know, or something like that. <laughs> I know there are certain people they tried getting, but they they like like um I know uh what's his name that uh, blow me down what's his name Popeye yes Popeye he was supposed to be in it we were supposed to have Popeye uh I know Goofy was supposed to be featured a bit more towards the end but we didn't we didn't get that because he was only there is there is a sad part though like when you see Betty for a quick sec Betty Boop yeah where you know Eddie's talking to Betty <laughs> um. <laughs> and she has like that sad line where it's like ever since you know cartoons went uh into color like it's been hard getting work yeah and that and that were that was some truth to the, her cartoon in itself like she worked well as a black and white cartoon but for some reason when they tried throwing color to her it's just it the popularity for her just kind of yeah. went down at that point, there was all these other interests that were out there that they just forgot her. And it's like how they, that's cool that they did that. It is, it's a sad moment, you know? Like, yeah. It's a sad moment, but it's a truth, some truth into her character itself. Yeah. That, you know, that's cool. Um, fuck, I, I would have to listen to it. I, I, I would plug it, but I can't remember the name of it. But there is this podcast I listened to where they went deep into the fact that we were supposed to get a second um who framed roger rabbit there is a script and everything but because of schindler's list um spielberg backed out because he didn't want to make the nazis a joke and it's basically roger rabbit and and um some sergeant guy like it's it, it's supposed to be a prequel so before roger rabbit becomes who he is and they got to go save jessica because a nazis kidnapped her and it's it's a really cool idea. I don't know it by heart, so I'm not gonna try to talk about it because I'm just gonna stumble over my words. But it, it's just it's fucking. I I hope one day we get a sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit because for me that is Robert Zemeckis is his masterpiece. I get he did Back to the Future, and I love Back to the Future. And people are gonna be like, not the Back to the Future, better, better, Marty McFly. But honestly, 
it has to be Who Framed Roger Rabbit because that film, like you you mentioned earlier, we got Warner Brothers, you know, Bugs Bunny, the mascot, the the main thing that's out there, and then you got Disney's Mickey Mouse, the the main face of the company. These two characters together sharing a scene, and then you got all these other cartoons. You know, you got Dumbo at one point flying around. I mean, <laughs> come on, you know, it's a uh, it's freaking amazing to see all of that and to to you know Doopy Dog like you know going up third and that that's just amazing and to not have this film flop and to be done well like come on like that's why yeah. like that's his masterpiece um so mars mars needs moms wasn't his masterpiece oh, no he, he did mars needs moms no Wait, well, wasn't that wasn't that his production though yeah it needs mom let me see i'm gonna look well okay so Mars needs moms. There's a story behind it. So remember, did you ever hear that we were supposed to be getting okay. a yellow yeah, submarine I, movie? Yep, 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 yep. I was about to say it. If you didn't say it, I was going to say it. All right. So do you know why we didn't get it? Yeah, originally uh, because. All right. So they were going to reboot, not reboot, but they were going to do a new take on the Beatles yellow submarine movie. But they decided to wait on it. And instead they said, let's put mars needs mom first yeah if this movie does well <laughs> then we will do the uh, beatles yellow submarine well, obviously if anybody knows that film and if you've actually seen that movie i've actually seen that movie because i wanted to know why i didn't get my damn beatles movie <laughs> yeah mars needs mom flopped and then not only that because of the style of film of animation yeah the animation it costs so much so they lost just everything like of how bad it flopped they didn't make their money back they they couldn't afford to now do which is kind of them like i don't know why some other studio or, or at this point now because i forgot how long ago that movie came out but at this point it's like they could still do it but i know at that time it, it was just like okay well i guess we got to scrap this now it's because nobody wants to see photorealistic animation like that's the thing like first beowulf when beowulf came out people were like okay i get the technology like oh wow that's cool but it just looked weird and then you got freaking pineapple no not pineapple express <laughs> <laughs> the polar express two completely different movies um the polar express like there's memes about how dead their eyes look like there's no there's no human humanity to these characters. Like, Chocolate. <laughs> I hate that movie so much. And then you got that stupid, like, Hey, Hey, what's going on? That with the weird voice, the guy, like I like him as a nerd and other stuff, you know, he's in, he's always a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but ah, it's just, it's terrible. And then he did um, like, uh, because I love all Christmas Carol style films, but it still looked freaking weird and, and troublesome, but the Christmas Carol movie that he did. so The Jim Carrey like, Christmas Carol. Exactly, the Christmas Carol one. And then to top it off, his production company, he, he produced Mars, Mars Needs Moms. So he didn't write it, he didn't direct it, but he produced it. And that movie was a massive flop from, for Disney. So at that point, he just gave up on doing anything photorealistic because it's just no one wanted to see that type of animation. You see Minions, you know, you see Pixar, like the Illumination, all that. They they 
knocked that stuff out of the park. They figured out how to get animation computer. They want to see a little bit of cartoonish figures to them. They don't want to see them look because if you're going to do make them look like human, why not just make them human and make movies like that? So that, and that's that, crazy then too. It's like Pixar obviously was the one that stepped up in the game of like, all right, we're going to do animation like this. Yeah. And then years later we get competition with DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. So, because obviously you, we had the first summer, that first summer, whatever year that was when it, we had ants versus bugs life. Oh yeah. 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 So, Obviously, DreamWorks was kind of going down and their films were just never really working. And I, I believe what saved DreamWorks animation was Madagascar. That oh. became... Well, no, actually, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, so Shrek was their their ticket. Shrek is yeah, what it was, it brought, was. you know. But after Shrek, it's like, how do we kind of get something rolling again? Like, how do we get the ball rolling again? And they weren't really hitting anything off. Over the Hedge bombed. Yeah. Like that didn't do well. Uh, I know there was something after that, but then as soon as Madagascar came in, that became their new ticket. And after that, I mean, from Madagascar, we have Kung Fu Panda. And now, yeah, I mean, DreamWorks, you know, has put some stuff. I mean, look, look with them and uh, How to Train Your Dragon. I mean, that was even nominated. Yeah, like the, a lot of their stuff every year gets nominated. You know, I probably should have looked at because they already nominated the animation films, but I know Pixar got two in there, Soul and um, what's the other one? The uh, one onward. That, onward. I, I don't know what the other ones are, but... I mean, not, not to put Onward down, I, I didn't think it was <laughs> Academy worthy, but obviously for me, Soul, yeah, uh, that, that deserves every ticket right there for me. Yeah. Look, all right, here, let me let me give you down the breakdown of uh, DreamWorks animation production. So you had Ants. Ants, uh, compared to Pixar, like, I remember Ants was just like, whatever. It, it, it It's like, you know, it made money. We had the bootleg. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So there was we, I got the bootleg of Ants and Polly. Those were the two I remember hey, getting. But Polly was the shit. Like, we love watching that one. And then they did Prince of Egypt. And that was mm. that that was animation, though. That was, and I know people to this day still watch it. That became like a cult hit because it's very much about, you know, the 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 old testament, the Bible, Moses, all this and that. So people love it, they still watch it. Then there's the road to El Dorado. It didn't do well at all but it became a massive hit now because of the memes and everything so people yeah. love it now but at the time it didn't do well then you had the first uh claymation film chicken run chicken run actually was a massive hit but here's the thing it was in co-partnership with the guys who do wallace and grummet that company so this really wasn't dreamworks they just happened to co-produce it with them so DreamWorks didn't really get the full credit. And then we finally get Shrek. And Shrek is a massive hit. So from Shrek in 2001 forward, and I remember, no lie, this is that, that year, 2001. That's when I started working at Rainforest. And when I would be driving to work, I would see the billboard for Shrek. And I hated the animation. I thought it looked ugly. Like We tried, <laughs> we tried playing Shrek for the kids. And man, they, they start crying. <laughs> 
It's just I didn't even he didn't even roar or anything. He just I, I don't know who reacted to it first, but we're like, no, turn it off. <laughs> but yeah, Shrek, Shrek. I mean, we'll try it again. Like it, I that's the one thing I don't understand that they got scared with Shrek, but since first watch with Whole Child Transylvania, um they they they've always liked it right away. Yeah. I mean it's just um I don't know, it's like I, I, I became a huge hit and then I saw it on video and I'm like, okay, it's all right. But it's just like, I couldn't get around the animation because I, I, I've, I was already used to Pixar and Pixar was cleaner. It was nicer. So of course, like, I'm like, come on. And it's crazy. You remember when we saw part two though in theater and how packed that theater was? Oh, hell yeah, man. Like freaking people love Shrek. They love Mike Myers. I mean. It's like that's the only thing that has him going right now. It's like freaking what was it? The love grew and destroyed his career. <laughs> Poor guy. Hey, it says right here. Look, check it out. Steven Spielberg had thought about making a traditionally animated film adaption of the book being Shrek when he bought the rights to the book back in 1991 before the founding of DreamWorks where Bill Murray would be playing Shrek and Steve Martin would be playing Donkey. So that that was the first push in the idea. And then it's like Katzenberg, he was the guy that Jeffrey Katzenberg, he wanted both audiences, but he deemed some of the of of uh, the co-director his ideas, such as adding sexual jokes and Guns N' Roses music to the soundtrack to be too outrageous. So that's where it's like started like crazy. There's a bunch of stuff, but the main thing that I can say about Shrek that is like the one before the movie came out was the inclusion of freaking Chris Farley where he was going to be Shrek, but because of his passing, they scrapped him. And then Mike Myers came in and ended up. And for, for anybody who loves Shrek, I know, I know I have a friend, a couple of friends that love it. I mean, one of my friend Neff is always tweeting about uh, Shrek. And, and also too, Jackie, I remember when part, part two came out, her and a, b- a bunch of her friends in her apartments that she used to live in at the time, they they used to always go to the Seven Eleven down the corner and always get the the Slurpees and all that. Because I, I think Seven uh, Eleven had like a partnership with like Shrek merchandise. Yeah. So I, that that was the thing too. Like that summer with Shrek Part Two, that that was that was a big thing. Uh, yeah, like I said, I, I remember us going to the theater at Edwards. I don't know why we saw it at Edwards because we weren't a fan of Edwards. But we got there really early, and I just remember that long hallway, seeing the lines, and even the concession stands of how packed it was just for this movie, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't even know about the whole Steven Spielberg thing with the uh, Bill Murray. That's crazy. I'm kind of curious. And going back on your alternate universe, imagine that movie. You All know? right. And then but like, I'll, go on. But also, too, like for Shrek fans who don't know about how Chris Farley was originally the voice of Shrek, because at the time, I mean, animation, they film, well, they they record the dialogue before they actually start doing everything else. Like, that's the first thing. So they can kind of work the audio, match it. You know, when they started doing Toy Story, the first Toy Story, they did all the dialogue way early on, you know, especially for that movie being of its time it took how many years for them to do it because they 
did all that and then going back and forth now uh 2001 was the first film for shrek wait wait what repeat what, uh, what year did Trek, the first one comes out? 2001? Oh, 2001. For 2001. So that means Farley died in what year? 97. Okay, so. Damn. Look how many years it took because Chris Farley recorded his a good chunk of that movie. Yeah. You know? So from 97 to 2001, look how long it took. I know in between they probably stopped the idea because it's like, oh, how do we do this since our main lead didn't finish this film like imagine if he would have finished the whole film did, did his dialogue it would have been one of those things where obviously they still would have released it and that would have been his final film but because it was halfway there i mean who knows like how i don't know the percentage of how much he he actually did his recordings but for anyone who's curious it's online now yeah and it's not it's not anywhere near to, because we're so used to Mike Myers, how he made that character. I mean, the studio was pissed off with Mike Myers in the beginning because th- that was one thing that kind of, I'm it, sad to say, I'm glad it happened. Not that he died, but Farley's... <laughs> what do you think? Oh no, wrong? Farley's take on the character was not that great. It's just Farley being Farley. Farley, like, there's yeah. There's nothing different. Like, he didn't change his voice. He didn't, like... It just sounds like, yeah, he's talking to somebody, you know? And Mike being him, like, you know what? I'm going to do this voice for him. And the studio was like, what the hell? So they had to change the animation and fit the tone to it. Like, no one told him, hey, try to do a Scottish accent or try to do a Irish or whatever like that. And the studio was kind of, like, getting on his ass. But Mike was just like, no, I want to do it like this. Well, so they had... Well, see, here's the thing. He he was being an ass, but at first he did, he he did the when he came on board, they he he re, he had them rewrite the whole script. So there's no traces of Farley. So the 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 story that was Farley, he didn't want to do that. He basically wanted to do a whole new movie. So instead of it being like, okay, I'm I'm just doing the exact same thing, he probably did it as in like, no, that was Farley's film. So whatever that was, that was Farley. What I'm going to do is going to be completely a whole new film. So they rewrote the script. He came on, did did the did the voice, everything. They were done. And that's when he's like, you know what? I want to re-record it. And this is where you're talking about it, where this is where he gets all like, what the hell? Where he wants to do a Scottish accent. So that's where they're like, oh, what's going on here? Like, what the hell? Like, we just, we're done. Like, what are you doing? Like, so he goes and he has to, now he has to do it as a Scottish accent, in which they're probably glad they did it, you know, because freaking it was a huge hit. It's like right here. According to the DVD commentary, he also tried using a country and Canadian accents. After hearing the alternative, Canterbury agreed to redo scenes in, in the filming saying, it was so good, we took $4 million worth of animation out of it and did it again. A, um, a point Myers dispute saying it didn't cost the studio millions of dollars as rumored. What it meant is instead of me going in for 10 sessions, I went for 20 sessions. I got paid the same. Because Myers voicing the character, more ideas began to, co- began to come. There was a clear story points, uh, fresher gags and comedy bits in which one of the things that Myers is like known for in which it, he kind of does that like like uh, he tells a joke and he does the eh, eh, 
get it. Eh? He does that a lot in all of his like kind of comedy. He did that, you know, he did that in Shrek, but it was a huge hit. I just know that only one of the films is garbage. And I think it's the Timberlake one, right? The, I don't the know. Star- I haven't, honestly, I haven't seen, seen them all. I've only, actually, I've only seen the first two. Because <laughs> I know there's part one. That's the traditional story. Part two is the one where he meets the parents. So it's like, meet the parents. He meets the parents and you find out the dad was actually a frog or some crap, right? Mm-hmm. Part three part three is the, the, the kid. He's the real king, the King Arthur. That one's the terrible one. People say that one's garbage. So he, he has to bring, like, go find King Arthur and he comes back. And then part four is the alternate universe one where he he's a human. Oh, with the um, rumple. Rump, I, I think rump, the rump skin. Yeah, yeah. And that's the one where everybody would always do the the what's that what's that song by the oh yeah no well i was also the the little kid party or something like that because i remember the commercials like get it right (laughs) i don't know (laughs) all right well we're almost we're almost at the tail end of our episode oh i mean Shit, we're we're already in an hour. We still haven't done the the soul review. And there's a lot of stuff we wanted to talk about. I, I, real quick, let's just talk WandaVision. I mean, this here spoilers, everybody. So if you don't want to hear anything, like jump ahead. By this point, it'll be by next Wednesday. So if you if you're listening, we're gonna give you a minute courtesy because we're not gonna say anything yet, but yeah, by this point, it's already the following week. You had a weekend and a couple of days to watch WandaVision. Yeah. If not, just stop listening at yeah, this don't point. Let, so, don't listen to the rest of the episode. So right. you, you've been warned. I heard you in five, four, three. Here goes, ladies and gentlemen. Begin. So, well, all right, what happened when you, when, you, when you saw? Because here's the thing. We were supposed to bring this as a topic, so I thought this was going to happen at the very end. But Elizabeth Olsen, in an interview, she teased that, oh, we're going to have a big cameo. It's going to be at and the level of Luke Skywalker and Mandalorian. So I'm thinking, oh, Luke Skywalker, last episode, that was a big shock. He came out. I thought it was going to be just a cameo at the very end, just like in Mandalorian. Instead, it's episode four, and we got a massive cameo. So go episode on. Five. So you saw it first before me. So you tell your side. So... We start watching this, and yeah, this episode right off the back, like this one's even crazier too. They're they're not kidding around with phase four anymore. Like they're full blast of this is what we're doing, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, how do you talk the infinity saga, basically? Yeah. And now it's like we're gonna just keep going and growing. Now, when that final minute of the episode and that doorbell starts ringing. I just remember Alyssa and I looked at each other like, oh, my God, like we're holding the babies and then they're kind of like being fussy. We're like, stop it right now. <laughs> you know? And she goes and then that shot where you see the gray hair and we're like, <gasps> he came back. But no. <laughs> and then the reveal that it's Quicksilver. But Evan Peters Quicksilver. Oh, man, I, I just like. <laughs> I felt like I wanted to throw. I think I had Zelda in my in my lap. But I, I felt like I just wanted to throw her in the air and be like, "Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, I just scared the Remy. <laughs> Man, I, I was honestly, I was so excited that my eyes got all watery. Like I just could not believe like they're pulling this off. 
Well, I mean, like for us, when we like our our shock when we're watching it, when we see the back of the gray hair, like Julia right away says, "Is like, is, is that is that Captain America?" Because I'm thinking like, "Oh, like what? What the hell?" Because we're thinking old man. We're not thinking uh, Quicksilver. And then once it cuts to Quicksilver, we're like, "What?" Like even Owen got to watch it with us, and he was like all excited, like, "Wow!" We're like, "Ah!" like and that was crazy and and my thing is about that is like okay the the what's her name uh darcy i believe she's like oh they recasted pietro or what i i I don't know how to pronounce the name they recasted him i don't think there was necessarily a recast what happened was this so with with freaking the brother is dead all she did she didn't recast the brother she thinks or they think it's a recast. She brought the wrong brother. She brought an alternate universe brother. So that's why he's there. But because she did that, she basically is going to bring all the mutants. Because they said Deadpool is going to be a part of the MCU. Deadpool is a part of that universe with Fox and everything. So then you know that, oh, they're going to... Then he's going to come in. So he's coming along. So... I, that's honestly what it was. It's just her. There's a theory going on right now that Thanos actually accidentally created the mutants. Oh, really? Because if you remember, that, and they do mention that in this episode, that the Mind Stone is what created them. And then, yeah. and when the and when the snap happened, they're saying that the snap affected certain people in the universe and that's how mutants start appearing yeah huh i mean i mean who knows i mean we'll, we'll i mean we'll find out soon enough these we're just throwing out theories so for those of you who are listening you probably have your own theories like you know we're, we're just giving our thoughts we don't know the answer but i mean like for instance like you know like like you mentioned earlier like there's a part where um god what's her name rambo her last name is rambo or whatever where she's all She's writing and she's like, oh, I know an aerospace engineer who would be interested in it. And on the whiteboard, there is a four written exactly like the the four from the Fantastic Four, the way Marvel's doing it for their films, the logo, you know, and then she's like texting someone. So that's probably, you know, Reed Richards. She's getting a hold of him. And they mentioned that there's like, you know, no one's going to space or anything. So I I feel like they're going to call this group and something's going to happen with the radioactive, all this and that. And it's going to cause them to turn into the Fantastic Four. So I, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I'm looking forward to. You know, it's it's TGI Friday all over again because we have to wait till Friday. And it's just like back in the day where we had to wait for, you know, freaking Full House and Family Matters and all of that. You know, Perfect Strangers. And now we're just waiting for WandaVision. And it's every Friday, you know, midnight, Thursday, going into Friday if you go... But what See, this we- is what also got me excited because, I mean, say what you want with the X-Men films that, you know, Fox has done. There's some love. There's some hate. It, it's all over the board, basically. Yeah. But the one thing that I kind of was like, oh, finally. But at the same time, too, it was just like, ah, oh, that it, it didn't plan out a uh, pan out the way I kind of wanted it to. And for some as well. But. With Quicksilver and Magneto, 
there was that like, oh yeah, he knows it's his dad, you know? Oh yeah. And then he was gonna tell him, like, hey, I'm your son, but then they ended up not doing that. I remember in the final film of uh when he kind of I forgot where the hell he goes to like hide away. You know, he has a daughter before they they you know spoiler there, I forgot what film that one was, uh the Phoenix one. He has a daughter in that film and and then uh she gets killed, but before she does you see that his daughter has powers and it's like oh crap is that the you know is that you know uh the scarlet witch you know and then they just killed her off right away i was like dude what the hell like you could have paired both of them like yeah to show that hey both of your kids are in the in the x-men universe so when they brought you know wanda which they never what sucks is that they never call her a scarlet witch but when they brought her when they brought her over here, they only called her Wanda because they couldn't call her Scarlet. They couldn't yeah. call her that because of the, the whole X-Men property. But in reality, Wanda is an X-Men. She's yeah. part of that X-Men universe. So this whole time, since the moment she's been on screen, her and the and Quicksilver, I'm thinking, how are they going to pull this off? Because they're technically mutants, you know? And they never mentioned mutants. They never dis- did mention anything with that. And now with the show and showing Quicksilver and he knows he's a mutant. I hope this now shows that, Hey, you're a mutant. Yeah. Like, I hope that's, this is now the introduction that shows that Wanda is a mutant. And this is how they're slowly going to bring in the, the X-Men universe, you know? Yeah. And if that's so, I hope this is also that we get a Magneto. Now, I don't know if, if what's his face is still gonna play him, or if they're gonna obviously do that whole recast, like I, that's that's where I'm kind of like, oh, how they're gonna pull that off. But I finally feel like I know Marvel will do a good job of telling retelling. They're not gonna re. That's what I like what they did with the with Spider Man. They didn't do the whole origin story. Like we already knew, we got the idea he was Spider Man. Yeah, you know. And I know they can do that too here, where it's like we know the X Men story like over and over again, that we'll finally get it proper. Well, what I, I think is going to happen is because Wanda's pulling these. I, I feel she's pulling. I don't think it's Thanos at all, honestly. I don't. No, think, no, I'm not saying Thanos did it, but I'm just saying like there's that theory that while doing the snap, there was the radiation from uh, the Mind Stone and the reality and all that stuff. That's what kind of like the, if you look, uh, I should have said that. Well, like I feel like I don't think any. The, the world that they're in, I don't think anybody was turned into mutants or anything. I honestly feel she's just pulling alternate universes, and that's how we got Quicksilver. Because with the new Spider-Man film, the part three, that's why we're going to get all these other characters. Because she's pulling and she's going to F everything up. Where That's why you're going to have, like, here's this Spider-Man, and you're like, oh, here's the villain from that Spider-Man, but here's the villain from that Spider-Man. Like, what the hell? This doesn't make any goddamn sense. And she's going to put all these people together, and hopefully we get Garfield and Toby, and they're just like, why are we here? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I thought you meant Garfield the cat. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but that'd be badass. <laughs> it's like, we get Garfield, we get Spider-Man, and we get Morpheus. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm excited. So hopefully, you know, we could, you know, that that's that's our theory. So I mean, we got four four more episodes. I mean, one thing yeah. I wish they would do is not show that hey, this episode's a half hour, but it's actually twenty minutes because they're damn credits. The long ass credit. I hate that. Yeah, 
All right. So, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We're at the end of our episode. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about yeah, soul again. We, <laughs> that's going to be our thing every week. We're like, so, all right, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll do it next week. You know, we also wanted to talk about, well, well, I'll bring it up next week. But, yeah, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You know, you can follow us, follow us on Brothers Bear Podcast, Instagram, Facebook, please. If you like, if you like what you're listening to, I mean, what you're listening, no, what you're listening. Yeah, I said that right. <laughs> uh, please, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, uh, rate us. And then on if you're on Spotify, just follow our page. You'll always get the latest new episodes uploaded the moment it's posted. It'll, it'll pop up on, on your, your little you know app or whatever so you could listen to us. So please just make sure it'll help us a lot and you know share our pages and stuff. And yeah, so follow Carlos. He's, uh, you know, doing his uh, stay at home tour, as he said last week. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, all right, ladies and gentlemen, well, there you have it. That's another episode in the bag. Push the stick away, put it in the bag. Then you bend your back, put it in the sack. That's the way you start. It's a lot of fun. Cotton cake is put in the bag. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.